0: Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you're having a good day, good night, wherever you are, whatever time it is. I have the most special guest on our podcast, and that is my boyfriend, Cody Howard.
1: Hey, how's it going? My name's Cody Howard. i Haley's boyfriend of almost five years now. <laughs> and uh, she thought we should do an episode together, so let's see how this goes.
0: I thought he would be the perfect person just because... He's my soulmate. He's the person that I feel most comfortable around. He's my number one supporter. And I'm just fascinated with everything about you when it comes to your mindset, your determination, how you live your life. And I just thought it would be cool so we could really dive deep into why you are the way you are. So one, we could get closer. And two, so my audience can kind of get a insight of the other half of me. And I've never really showed you much on social media and that's cuz I like to keep my relation really my relationship pretty private. And it's something so special and close to my heart. So I think the podcast is the perfect place cuz we can just be our true self and just talk about the most craziest stuff and also like just random simple things. So yeah i also asked y'all a bunch of questions on my instagram story of different things to ask people in a relationship and it was for me and cody and y'all asked us a bunch of questions so we'll go over those two and just kind of hang out okay me and cody started dating he moved from alabama in fifth grade and i was actually on my way to the bathroom in fifth grade and I saw him walking with the principal. I guess like she was showing him around the hallways. And I saw him and I knew he he was a new kid. So I looked at him and I was like, dang, I hope that he's in my class when I get back. And I went to the bathroom. I got back in the classroom and he was there. And I was like, yeah, like we're definitely going to become best friends. And uh, I just had the biggest crush on him for like years. And life happened. I had a few boyfriends, middle school, high school. And then I would say we started dating what year? 2018?
1: Uh, Yeah, 2018. Like, sophomore year.
0: Yeah, sophomore year. And uh, we saw each other at a pool party. He was throwing out some moves, dancing. He is such a jokester. And he still is. He's fucking crazy. Like, he loves to dance. He's really outgoing. I love everything about him. But he just caught my eye and caught my attention. So... You asked me to come over to your house, right?
1: Yeah. To, like, build a fire. Afterwards, (laughs) um, uh, somebody's swimming party. Me and Haley had started talking. We took a couple pictures. You know, I was feeling all cool. And And we've always
0: known each other. Like, we've always been friends, but I guess we never really hung out.
1: Yeah. Because I never went
0: out because I had relationships. So I never went to, like, parties, got out or anything. But we've definitely known each other for Like 10 years.
1: Yeah, I had recently gotten a ping pong table on my back porch. So everyone started leaving the party. I'm like, hey, let's all go play ping pong at my house on my cool new ping pong table.
0: And we actually never did that. (laughs) I don't think we played ping pong, but we did build fires. And you didn't have a pool either, but I remember it was me, you, Jackie, a few friends, and we would come here like every weekend and just You would build the fire and we would all hang out and put on some music and just, you would probably fucking run around and jump over the fire, do some crazy ass shit, get the party going pretty much.
1: Yeah. I used to be a pretty crazy party animal.
0: Yeah. And I was like, wow, he's funny. (laughs) That's why I liked him so much because of his personality and how he was so funny and just really cool, but also nice. And I think that I went to about, like, mm, five, six bonfires. And then I think after us just being friends for two months, we started dating. Like, just two months, I think. Because you asked me out in December, and we started hanging out in November. So, we've been together for five years, and...
1: Yeah.
0: Five years will be in December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But your mindset is just... I love your mindset so much. So some of the questions that people asked us. Let me see. Any tips on calming yourself when you're frustrated with each other? Yes. I feel like we don't really fight that much and we don't have big arguments. And I think it's because we personally have our own lives and own relationships that we don't really depend on each other to make each other happy and depend on each other to like, I guess, I feel like we're just our own people and we're really confident in who we are and we take care of each other. And when those moments come up, I feel like, We really know where we stand in the relationship, and we don't really get too frustrated, but... No,
1: and for anyone out there, of course, if you're in a relationship, you're going to know what it's like to get in an argument or whatever level of frustration it may be that comes to your relationship, but for ours, it's not a lot, but at the same time, even... For us, it not being a lot, compared to some other people, that would be a high level. So, it still feels, like, you know, intense if we get in a disagreement, but the actual action that happens isn't that intense. And so, we tend to just step back and look at the problem and immediately bring up the problem and discuss it and... We both tell each other how we feel, let our emotions out a little bit. Just let the other person know how you're feeling. You don't have to yell at them. Just let them know how you're feeling in the moment so that they can kind of understand, okay, they feel like this because of this. Okay, understand why. What can we better do to fix this situation if it occurs again? Yeah. And then if an apology is needed, you apologize and you just hug. And me and Haley have a rule. If either one of us get really mad at the other one, obviously that causes some anxiety. So we have a rule that you can just hug the other one and the argument has to stop. Because sometimes (laughs) you just don't want to argue anymore. Yeah. So just stop, give the other person a hug, and then you both feel a lot better.
0: I think it's really about just communicating and being comfortable with each other and talking about exactly how you feel and not holding anything inside because the more that you hold it inside, that creates anxiety from relationships to friendships to every single thing in your life and also vice versa. So if you're like having anxiety about work or your friendships, that plays a big part in your relationship. And you really have to be observant of, why are you acting this way? Or why do you feel this way? And truly just about communicating with each other, but also getting to know yourself on a deeper level, like personally, just specifically like you listening to this, you have to know who you are and you have to know exactly why you feel the way you feel so you're able to communicate that to someone. Because if you aren't in touch with yourself, you don't have that self-awareness, then you don't know how you feel, so they don't know how they feel either. So I think it just depends on the level of where you're at on your journey because everyone's different. Some people are agreeing with us so heavily on this, and then they have a partner that is the complete opposite, and they don't know how to get through to them. And I think it starts with you. Like, if I didn't better myself, then our relationship wouldn't get better because I'm staying the same. Yeah. And that's why I love you because you, like, continue to grow every day, which, even if I'm not, it inspires me to start changing more. Like, not changing, but growing every day. Learning something new. You teach me something new every single day. Like, definitely. And you always cook me good food, so I'm always full. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that... A couple things that are pretty important to having a good relationship is, kind of like you were saying, you have to be able to be dependent if need be. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a relationship valuable, okay? So, if I'm looking to get into a relationship with somebody, what type of people would I personally be looking for? Uh, I'd be looking for somebody that doesn't need to be in a relationship, so Yes, even if you start dating this person, and they're fully capable of being independent on their own, not needing anybody in a relationship, they could still fall off, and then it wouldn't look as desirable to you, even if it's your partner that you had started dating previously. So, me and Haley, we're always evolving as people, and in our fields that we chose to do for yes. work.
0: In every aspect of life. Yes. And Mental, we're constantly physical growing. And spiritual, like so, all of it. That
1: kind of keeps a happy medium in the relationship because
0: you're not smothering each other.
1: We're not smothering each other for one.
0: I love doing that. For
1: two, <laughs> our partner's always like. Got something going on, it's like, yeah, good job, and we encourage each other. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. it's just amazing, and we both get satisfaction, and then we get to celebrate it together. And we help each other and make each other better. So I think we better so much more off of having a relationship together than anyone could alone. Mm -hmm. Like, this is like the ideal relationship. Yeah.
0: You know, together, to work together through things, to like, learn we're from really each so other lucky. to teach each other Multiple. to help each other you know till death do us part mm-hmm. you're just there for one another and
1: yes.
0: you can really depend on them so yeah, yeah really just allowing that person to give you that support while you're communicating with them and i feel like the more you can love yourself the more you can love others i always speak about that because that is so true because in my past relationships I always depend on I depended on these people to make me happy and I would overdo myself and overwork myself to make them happy and they would always cheat on me like it just never made sense and I know a lot of people can resonate with that because it's really confusing um, but I know Cody never really had a relationship before me so we have two different like lifestyles, but we work so perfectly
1: I did have a relationship before you I had a lot of girlfriends you know just normal stuff Mm -hmm. when I was young but I never had a long relationship before yeah I mean it's
0: and that's what I meant by that I had a three-year relationship a two and a one-year relationship and I always took things very very seriously and uh, I'm like well if I'm with you then I want to get married and you know I think everyone's on their different path and different journeys so people resonate with different things and someone said is Cody into spirituality too so maybe we can talk about like your journey and just kind of like your mindset and where you're kind of at because this is about you (laughs) Yeah.
1: well for me it's kind of been like I just kind of eased into the pool of spirituality and I didn't just cannonball right in kind of like Haley did but uh
0: and I love that you say that because that probably hits home for a lot of people because I get messages like how do you get into spirituality how do I make the awakening and I love that it did just hit me like a truck four years ago but I love how you say you didn't just get thrown into it but you're kind of awakened to it I never really like, heard someone say it. I started that before.
1: to sense it. Like, you start to get these senses that you're not used to. Aww. And you're like, <laughs> you start recognizing a lot of things that you didn't recognize before. And things start occurring to you. And that's when I feel like the seed is planted in your brain of just having your spiritual awakening. And a lot of people, they don't immediately go, wow! And then. Immediately start expanding. Mm-hmm. Some people they take a little longer because they're comfortable in life and they like the way it is now and they have their set ideologies, but it takes a while to get to some people. Like me, I've always been kind of hard headed, so at first, a lot of these things naturally I just question them in the back of my mind. I'm like, Well, I know of this and this. Are you sure that this is true? Or any of this is real. I've never even heard about this before. Yeah. So... That's back when it wasn't too popular on social media, you know?
0: And I think it can be so different for each person. Like, what is spirituality? Like, is that you on your specific journey of healing? Is it you becoming aware of the senses around you and really connecting with your mind, body, and soul? Is it finding your passion or finding a connection with God? Or is it you realizing that I am God, you are God, we are God, everything's God? Everyone's spiritual journey can be completely different. So just because like this is my podcast and I talk about everything I believe does not mean that you're going to believe what I believe. And I don't want to push my beliefs on anyone. Um, I personally say I don't have a religion, but who knows you're li- you change every single day and there's rules i have set for myself and there are things that i believe in and i don't send not one person in this world hate that is something i disagree in that's something i believe i believe in love peace and like spreading positivity to the world and making an impact that way so that's my definition of spirituality and i think yours could be completely different And it's because we're two different people.
1: Yeah, I would say that's yours. Mine? Mm -hmm. I feel like I love the outdoors more than anything in the world. Nature, wherever it's at on the face of the earth, I want to go. Mm -hmm. I want to see every different jungle, every beach, every pine, forest, lake, river. I want to go see everything that I can and I love it all and I'm very interested in like animals I love fishing and catching fish examining the fish and checking it out
0: you're very in tune with nature
1: yes I've been outside all my life
0: and that's why is because you you were like that since a young age huh
1: yes I've just been running through the woods since I was a by baby. yourself yes
0: <laughs> yeah
1: mm-hmm i love being in the woods i love it Mm
0: -hmm. and your job is to be a scuba diver
1: yes my i am a dive master i'm patty dive master and i'm gonna be getting back to work on my scuba diving pretty soon
0: yeah and people were asking if your foot was okay because i was telling them about your foot so they definitely know about that he um cut his achilles open at work and then he quit walking for about four months he was in a A splint and stuff, and then he just started physical therapy. So he's walking, and the reason we moved home from Florida was because we got hit with the hurricane, and then that happened with his foot. So it kind of set us back just a little bit. It didn't set us back, it just threw us into a different path, which I like to say because everything is going good for us and we're on the right path, and even if it's very difficult you have to understand that you're supposed to go through that and i know that resonates with everyone because like everyone goes through some really messed up stuff in life and you might be struggling the m- most you've ever been right now so think everyone's on their own path and eventually we're going to make our way down to florida in a few months too so
1: yeah about my foot when that happened it was Like a slap in the face Because I knew I wasn't going to be able to scuba dive Probably anytime soon I cut my Achilles tendon 90% of the way At an accident At work I worked at a cabinet shop for a little bit When we got back from Florida You know just to have a steady Money income Just since we were back in town for a while
0: Yeah My uh, hometown I grew up here 21 years in Texas
1: So when that happened, I was just unsure what I was going to do, but I just knew it was going to take a while and just to, you know, really go through the process of trying to get my foot back to normal. And it was pretty difficult for quite a while to keep a good mindset. I mean, I got pretty upset at times
0: discouraged of not being able to like walk and
1: yeah you like to you like, like to run
0: you like to do crazy stuff and fish and it also like you weren't able to fish and that is a part of who you are you love to fish yeah and you weren't able to do things and go out and you weren't able to drive so yeah that could be such a difficult time in your life and now that you finally made out of it like you made it out and you can walk and So,
1: yeah, I just have to get this thing back to normal. It's getting Mm -hmm. there. It's getting pretty close.
0: Yeah. So, the next question said, y'all are the cutest ever. (laughs) That's not a question, but thank you, Bree. Bree is actually coming on the Costa Rica retreat. So, hey, Bree. How did you guys meet? We told that story. Brady said, can I join the podcast? Yeah, Brady, maybe one day. We can all make a podcast. You'd probably be a crazy person to have on a podcast, honestly. Um, Elasia said, "What does healthy love feel like and look to you? And how do you all both practice that together? So, what does healthy love look like and feel like?":
1: Probably It's simple. I mean, it's just... There's no secret. There's no big secret. There's no recipe formula to follow. To get to it. If it's there, it's there. And if you've felt it before, you know what it is. But... Until then, I guess, it would be pretty hard to describe it.
0: Maybe a a healthy relationship is... A healthy relationship with yourself because you know what it's like to love yourself. You know what it's like to take care of yourself. And you also know what it's like to be very insecure about yourself and honestly have anxiety and not really like your life. So you know what it's like to do that with another person. And can you be yourself around them? And that's why I made Be Your True Self merch. And that's why I speak about being your true self all the time, because you have to be weird. You know, I feel like me and Cody are very weird, and we're very outgoing, and... I wouldn't feel like... Okay, maybe not weird, but I'm weird.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't feel like I'm that outgoing. Haley, she's on a different level. She's very, very outgoing. Me? I'm kind of more to myself. I wouldn't say I'm introverted, but I'll definitely socialize with people, but... I'm kind of that guy that kind of just sits back and lets everything start happening before he just jumps in. Like, if I was at a party, I would just sit back and wait for somebody to come up to me, strike up a conversation probably, and, you know, see where it goes from there. But I wouldn't say I'm just super outgoing. Now, if it's towards like a goal or you something. You used to be. Yeah. That's
0: kind of how we were when we first met. Just cuz like yeah, we were like super young. I think kid. we were like 15, 16. So like you you have a lot more energy and you're completely different. You have to think like if you change every single day, imagine how much you change in a month and a year. Like we're constantly our personalities changing, our lifestyles changing and yeah. I think we're a different level of outgoing because i feel like anyone could be friends with you anyone could talk to you anyone could come to you because you're like that you're you're very similar to me you're like that safe person to people and you always give people advice you're very very intelligent and tuned with with everything we're also both tourists so our earth sign our sign is earth so we're very grounded and sometimes i feel like i'm up in the clouds sometimes i feel like I am just all over the place, and Cody pulls me in, and he's like, this, it's okay, and he usually shows me a different way, a different perception, and I'm able to look at things a different way, whether that is if we are in a, disagre- in a disagreement or we're fighting, I feel like he's always the one to just be like, very realistic. And down to earth, you really are like that.
1: Yeah. For those of you that didn't know, my birthday is on Earth Day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, April 22nd. Yep. Earth Day. That's like the coolest day to have a birthday on Earth Day.
1: Yes. Wow. I know, right? That's pretty awesome. It's like
0: the Earth birthday. I feel so lucky because
1: I love the Earth more than. And Anything.
0: someone that listens to this podcast, I'm sorry I don't know her name because I don't really remember names that well, but she told me that her birthday's on Earth Day because I was talking about how your birthday's on Earth Day. I've already wow. said that before. Cool. But like someone was like, I have the same birthday as your boyfriend. So maybe Shout she's out listening. Shout
1: uh, Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. He also has the same birthday <laughs> as us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know who that is.
1: He's a pretty good football player. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. You were also a football player for ten years.
1: I think like twelve.
0: Twelve years. Yeah. Captain of the football team, beast mode. You were a beast.
1: Yes, I love football. That was my number one passion. I thought that I was gonna go D one, go to college, and play in the NFL. That was my only plan. Didn't even have a backup plan.
0: And look at you now.
1: Yeah, now I'm a uh, scuba diver. Hey, you Not love a bad the trade-off. ocean. Yeah. I definitely went through a phase of my life where I was, like, pedal to the metal, like, just going crazy in life. But I definitely slowed down a lot. Like, I started slowing down, and I discovered that instead of going to, like, a four-hour football practice every day, which, when I was in it, I was committed. I was a grinder, showed up every day, and... Just absolutely tried to dominate as best as I could. But when I was off, it was, like, such a relief because football was... It could be overwhelming sometimes because it kind of consumes your whole life. And that's your identity. Like, everyone knows me from football. And it kind of makes you want to venture out and get to do some of the other stuff you've been missing out on. Mm -hmm. Like, now I love fishing, diving... And I kind of just wanted to slow life down because I've had a bumpy road, I would say, growing up. And at times things would get pretty intense. So I had a lot of that type of stuff going on in my life. So I was so used to just being like upset, anxiety through the roof, like mad all the time. And I'm sure a lot of people can probably relate to that. If they've ever had any like at-home problems, I'm sure you can relate to that. That's not the headspace to be in. So I realized this at a pretty young age and just kind of slipped my way right out of it like it was meant to be. Because, yes, I love football, but that wasn't the path for me.
0: And you weren't taught that path? No. Like growing up? And your environments didn't show you that? How did you find that way of living? Like, how did you tap into that? Because ever since I've met you, you have grown into that of emotions.
1: No, just like I could feel it. I could just sense it. Like, yeah, just feel what I liked. Didn't like I've always been pretty sure. Like I can make a decision pretty quickly. Usually. Like if you ask me green or blue, green. Like and you're like, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Why? Because I'm sure I picked green. That's why. Yeah. That's like the type of decision maker I am. And
0: I'm the opposite.
1: Yeah. And you would know. I'm decisive and you're indecisive.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think that we balance each other out because, ooh, imagine if I'd be, and I was like steady in what I believed, and, you know, I can't ever make decisions that well.
1: I feel like I'm really good at reasoning.
0: (laughs) You are. You're a realist.
1: Yeah. Like, if something crazy happens, I don't start freaking out or screaming or trying to dial the phone frantically to call whoever.
0: You're very calm.
1: I just immediately, calmly assess the situation and then just do the immediate first steps, which need to be done. I don't know why, but that's just kind you of how I am. You also
0: don't let your emotions get in the way of anything like you really are set on just you're very clear in the mind
1: yeah and I think the key to having like like you were asking on the back porch the other day like like a clear mind like how do yeah you remember
0: yeah because you said that you don't really I guess overthink that much and I just kind of wanted to know what do I asked him this the other day on the back porch I said what do you think about he's like like when I'm like anytime. What does your brain like think about? Is there anything you like stress over a lot? Because I feel like I'm constantly thinking about something, maybe overthinking. And it might just because, be because of social media. And because I have like a lot of different things I'm constantly thinking of, that's probably like one of the main reasons. But I was just interested in like how your brain works and how you're so simple. Okay. Because you do live to the fullest and you're always satisfied, so I always think of that um, "Simple Man" song by Leonard Skinner.
1: Yes. Well, of you. So <laughs> keeping it simple, first thing I would want to talk about is probably stress, because I feel like stress consumes people's life like more than we know. Like Absolutely. think about how many people are consumed by stress. So for stress, in my life personally. I can't really speak for anybody else. I'm just going to tell you my personal experience and what I think about it is I've been very stressed at certain points in my life. I'm not saying that I've it's had bad. it like I've had it worse than others, but for my life I feel like I've had a lot of stress on football. That's a pretty stressful sport on your body and mind football, like growing up, parents, home situations, and uh, even at a young age, I had a lot of stress put on me. And I hated it. I honestly just hated it and wished, like, why can't I be one of those kids in this situation, blah, 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 like ungrateful kind of. And as life went on, Did you
0: have, like, a lot of, like, anger inside of you?
1: Oh, man. And, like,
0: resentment of just not being able to live a normal life?
1: Yes, I was very angry, kind of, at life. Yeah. And I let that aggression out through football. Like, football saved me, honestly. Because I was so focused on football at such a young age and just so committed to it that I already had it made it. Made it up in my mind. This is what I'm going to do. And, I mean, I really did. I trained on every off day. I would ride my bicycle to every workout and back. Like, and people's moms were dropping, dropping them off every day. And every day running bleachers. Just to, like, get an edge on my opponents. I had, like, a deep satisfaction that I got from every workout, every rep. Because I knew that's one more than I'm doing than the next guy. And trying to catch up with the guy in front of me. Because you gotta think, there's always somebody out there trying to do what you want to do and racing you to get there. So don't sit around and let it pass you by. Just go after what you want. But for me, my everyday mindset compared to that high stress level that I used to endure. Quite often, it's like, I don't feel that at all right now. It's pretty relaxed. It takes kind of a lot to get me riled up, you know? You really gotta kind of want to. And even then, I'll probably brush you off, but I have a very high tolerance to most anything. Think about it. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty high tolerance to anything. You do. And, uh.
0: So basically, like your lifestyle switched? And you're yeah. able to relax now and you're allowed to find who you're, you truly are and kind of just get to know yourself.
1: The reason I can relax, it kind of just occurred to me, It's probably because I'm sure of who I am and what I stand for and where I want to go in life. So it makes it pretty easy to make decisions based off of that. If you don't know who you are, what you want, you have to tap into your inner self and start getting a grip on that because that's yeah. what's important. You have to. It's your life. Then
0: You're the main you can character. start building
1: your life around this person that you want to be and, and what you enjoy. Yes. Oh. And you can create your own reality just like that. Right A lot of the time, everything doesn't go to plan, but that's what gives your life character. Like, that's where you get your character from. I mm-hmm. feel like is. The challenges in life.
0: And one thing that I struggle with is motivation, being disciplined, and things like that. But I think it's interesting that you went from living a very, very stressful, hard life, and you always felt like you're walking on eggshells, you felt really pressured all the time, and you felt like you had to live up to the standard. I think what happened for you is when we graduated, you... Everything kind of stopped. That lifestyle was turned off and you had to find like who Cody is and what do you enjoy and what makes you happy. And I think that's just like a peaceful type of mindset is you're kind of going with the flow right now. But what is really interesting is I've always been that way and I had my spiritual awakening and now I feel like maybe... At this point in my life, I kind of am, am feeling the most stressful I've really ever had in my life. doesn't mean I'm stressed every day, but I would say right now, at this moment, it's because I'm planning the retreats. I'm hosting this podcast. I want to have guests on here. I'm running all of my social medias by myself, the merch and different things like that. I think I have a lot of stuff going on, but I think it's interesting how our lifestyle's completely switched.
1: Yes, And with that high level of stress, you know, you're sacrificing that. You get it in return. That's what people fail to realize. What you put in, you get out. And that stress is growth. Stress is growth. If you're not uncomfortable, like kind of a little bit nervous about what you're doing, like don't have those butterflies in your stomach, or have to worry sometimes, then that's not what you should be doing. Like, I know for me personally with scuba diving, there are certain times where I was a little nervous to do what I was about to do. Like even, say you do hair, and you're about to take your hair test. I'm sure you'd probably be nervous a little bit, you know? But if you don't have discomfort, then you're probably not growing.
0: Can I tell you something? Yes. Before we started making this podcast, I almost shit myself. I was like, I'm so nervous right now. And it's not I felt that, that I am too. nervous with you, but like, I felt you know, hosting second, yeah. a podcast, but especially with my boyfriend, like, I don't know. I was just so nervous. And I think it's funny because this is my passion, but this is also my job and I take it serious. And it's something that I love, but I got so nervous. But that gave me butterflies, and it made me feel really good.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what makes you feel alive.
0: Honestly, I agree. So I was looking at my statistics the other day, and I have 6% male audience that listen to my podcast. And that's not much. So um, I'm thinking about, like, everyone can be motivated from discipline and the way that you live your life. And so what would be like advice to just not care what other people think and just kind of go after your dreams? Because I feel like you are so determined in your mindset and that's what I look up to you for a lot.
1: Okay. Well, like you were saying, discipline, discipline in your life is very important. I feel like, Even if you want to go with the flow of life. Like me. Yes. I have to have it. You have to. You have to have discipline. You have to have something to follow, you know? Something to get satisfaction from. Mm -hmm. And discipline isn't just for satisfaction. It's for your own well-being. I mean, think about it. If you have a disciplined diet that you've set the standard for and a disciplined workout regimen and then everything will feel so much better. Every goal hit will feel so much better and be so much more rewarding. But one thing I have to say is discipline oftentimes gets confused with, hang on, I forgot what I'm about to say. Oh gosh.
0: No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Why? Because it's like they're just sitting in the chair next to us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's kind of how I think about it because, oh, my gosh, I made one the other day and I glitched. Like, I fucking actually glitched. And I was just like, guys, you know what? Bye.
1: (laughs) Oh, I remember what I was going to (laughs) say.
0: Okay, great.
1: Discipline is so different from motivation. You can be the most motivated person in the world. You can be, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it so good, nobody will ever even know. Like, I'm going to do it the best ever.
0: And you feel that motivation. Is motivation a feeling Yes. and discipline is an action?
1: Yes, I feel like that's true. Because who hasn't been motivated? Who hasn't seen that video and been like, wow, that's what I want to do. If I could do anything, I'd do that.
0: Bruh, that's what I've been missing my whole life is discipline.
1: The person that... Also says that, but then they get disciplined about it, and they start setting goals and standards and ways to live to help them get there. That's discipline.
0: And that's why so many people quit, and there's a few people People, that are disciplined, and they push through the, the failures because the failures is what makes you grow.
1: Well, think about this. The word discipline, right? I feel like it's misconceived a lot of the times because think about just the word discipline what do most people think of oh gosh my mom and dad when i was younger oh school after school detention uh getting whooped with a belt whatever it may be like discipline that word is kind of harsh sounds condescending harsh
0: doing something over and over and over, it sounds kind of like
1: you don't want to do that. Yeah, like who wants to do that? Of course, that sounds ridiculous. Who would want to do something like that?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, but look at it this way. If you do that over and over and over and over, but it's actually what you truly want to be doing, then you can turn that into discipline as well and make it benefit your life. You can use discipline to destroy or benefit your life because... Say that I sat around all day long, drank nothing but Coca-Cola, ate only KFC, like fried chicken, probably the most unhealthiest thing I can think of right now, um, and just sat there and did absolutely nothing and just quit taking care of myself. That's like, oh, that's undisciplined. Wrong. That's discipline. They're disciplined in their actions to be doing that. Yeah, discipline
0: can be uh, in a positive or a negative way.
1: If you keep destroying your life constantly, self-sabotaging yourself, I would say that's disciplined, in my opinion. So I think discipline can either make or break your life.
0: Wow. And so how would you say someone that is struggling with keeping a healthy habit with eating better or going to the gym or honestly living in a positive way or... Staying disciplined in their spiritual realm, mindset, body. How can you get discipline? And I've always struggled with that. Me?
1: But I feel discipline like you always been keep me motivated. a huge part of my life. I always had to get myself up for school since I was six years old, catch the bus, mm. get breakfast on the way out. Uh, okay. I was time, always
0: pampered and taken care of. Get myself
1: of. to football, yeah. to and from football, and perform well at the same time. And in order to do those things, I had to get disciplined. I had to go to bed. I had to eat right. So I got kind of used to that. And trust me, I've been off of it for periods of my life. But I feel like I'm doing really well right now. I've recently started eating better. And if you truly want to get back on the right track, like if you're off track right now, I'm sure a lot of people know exactly what I'm saying. If you feel like you've kind of, Wandered off the path that you thought your life was headed on. Uh, it's no big deal. You just have to want it. You have to do what you want to do. Like you're gonna do what you want. If you want to make bad decisions, that's what you're gonna do. Like yeah. Seriously. But if you actually one day grab hold of your conscious mind and say, "Gosh, I've been doing this all wrong." I'm ready for a change. You'll know it because you'll feel it and you'll want it. And yeah. once you feel the want, that's going to change your discipline. That's going to change your discipline habits once you feel the want to do it.
0: Yeah. And, and it takes 17 days to actually form a habit,
1: right? Uh, or
0: seven days to form a habit? I can't remember. I have no idea. But, I-, I feel like it
1: probably be longer than that.
0: Yeah. Unless you're doing it like consistently, then it's easier to form a habit. But going back to like your um, diet, you said you changed it. And I think a lot of people can benefit from the way you're you're, um, living and eating. So what what is your lifestyle diet look like right now and why did you choose to do that?
1: Okay, I would say what I have been doing with my diet is somewhat experimental for me, right? Let's list a couple of facts. Can
0: you move the fan a little bit towards me?
1: Sure. It's so hot. Yeah, there you go. How's that?
0: That's
1: good. Mm -hmm. So, I've had digestive problems a better part of my life. I don't know why. I've never been too sure, but, like, I'm just a country guy, and I eat whatever's cooked. I'm not picky. I eat whatever.
0: Yeah, you and really do. I
1: usually eat all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do.
1: And so I just have always eaten what is good. Like, What'd you mom, grow up eating? I what, grew what, up, my mom, she would cook like homemade spaghetti. Uh, peanut butter and
0: jelly.
1: Peanut butter and jellies. A lot of peanut butter and jellies.
0: Lots of fried chicken.
1: Yeah, fried chicken, meatloaf, collard greens, cornbread, uh A lot of cereal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just a good southern diet, I would say. That's like, people would think that's pretty normal. Yeah. Right? But, a while back, I started getting conscious about my diet. At first, I was like, man, wow, it really sounds like meat is horrible. I mean, look at the meat industry. It's just a disaster, right? Yes. Let's face it.
0: A lot of people that listen are vegan too so yeah, like
1: and you know more power to them but i've chosen kind of to go a different route because of my dietary needs and my physical and mental health okay uh, that's kind of what i'm trying to do with this diet i'm on now is tailor it to me personally
0: and also, you're still figuring it out. Yeah, we Started totally, this totally like a one, two weeks ago, and I feel like we're kind of on say this like
1: three weeks ago. Actually. We're
0: on the similar diet because if I'm not eating with you, I'm not eating because you know I don't have money right now to buy groceries, and I don't really eat what my parents eat. So we're we're on the same exact diet, but he's the one who started the diet and got curious. And personally, I always like mm, I quit liking eating meat last year and I quit eating for about three months but I recently started eating it more and I don't know
1: yeah so uh what I've been doing recently is kind of based off of this one guy really just one guy and his name is Paul Saladino Uh, I believe he used to be a doctor or probably still is but I've been watching a lot of his videos and it's got me thinking, my whole life I've been thinking I'm lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. right? And milk would always just tear me up, put my stomach in a knot. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, I and would it get And it kind of tasted like a little gross.
0: I had cyst- cystic acne all the time because like uh, milk right. and cheese and, and things like that. And that's from my
1: understanding what happens to a lot of people used to, including myself. Yeah. Right? Eczema too. Eczema, yeah, Yeah. I have eczema and I thought I was lactose intolerant But I would always just you know eat my cereal with milk and it would like yeah ice cream ice cream tear my stomach up but I think it was not only the milk at the time but everything else that I was eating too if that makes any sense because the milk look at the kind of milk I was drinking every day, you know and look at this milk I just bought recently. The grass-fed, pasture-raised...
0: Organic. Organic. Organic whole milk, is the
1: most important right? part. And I tasted that milk, and it tasted so good. And I haven't drank I milk agree. in probably about two years. Me
0: too. And that milk is... I feel proud to drink it. And I feel proud to eat the meat that we're buying. And I feel proud to eat the cheese. And I've never felt proud to eat things like that because i always thought it was it's bad all about and the butter source. don't even get me started you used to use butter all the time and i'm like oh, i just can't eat this shit it's so bad for you but the butter that we get like the organic grass-fed butter like okay grass-fed butter i don't know this thing
1: this is going to be a heavily debated topic from we only have 10 minutes now to the end of time meat versus no meat mm-hmm. right yeah.
0: Meat versus no meat? I say meat. Okay.
1: Because I feel like animal proteins are one of the best sources of nutrients on the face of this earth. Think about it. If earth were undisturbed by humans and natural till this day, what would be some of the prime time sources of nutrients? Yes, the plants would be amazing. But the animals would be too. And I feel like animals are very good sources of nutrients for human beings. For me, yes, I want to know the source of what I'm eating. Like, doesn't that make sense? I want to know where this comes from. Yeah. How, how it was it's raised. grown. And that's another part of my decision when I pick something up. And think about purchasing it at the supermarket. Yeah. So, if you really learn to dig and look, you can find really good products.
0: You have to read ingredients.
1: Yes. Because you you're going to
0: gonna think things are good for you and they are not. And ju- you just have to read ingredients. And yeah. I think everything we got at the store the other day was completely organic. And yep, some things everything. say it's organic, but it's still not the most best yeah, it can be organic to make, but um, you have
1: to look at the ingredients like
0: chemical wise um but a lot of people believe like they're not going to eat meat but even though it's like beneficial for the health like they're not going to participate in killing a living animal and that's where I'm I kind of like combine my sides on because I love meat and I feel honored to eat the meat that we get because it's organic grass-fed but at the same time I don't want to kill any of the animals because I feel so bad and I don't know I feel like I'm on the fence about that but that's something I always struggle with and I know a lot of people like look down on people that do eat meat when you are quote-unquote a hippie or spiritual blah 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 things like that and you've kind of introduced me to a new way of thinking and living where we are respecting where we get it from. And we are not um, like buying into the chemicals and the animals that are treated that way.
1: So, something that just popped in my head to kind of simplify this whole idea. Look at, you know, wild people. People in uh, tribes or anything like that. People who truly live off of their land.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Look at Native Americans, for example. Okay. I mean, they were a very successful people, like, as a whole. They were very successful, very advanced, had a very interesting culture. You know, that's... You would probably think that about almost all of the advanced cultures of the previous world, you know. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And a lot of people would say that they're self-sustainable. Like, if nobody had messed with them, this is for a lot of indigenous people around the world, I think. Like, if their groups weren't to be messed with, they would be self-sustainable. But I they are it. still. Yes. They there are the still. The Western still. world kind of you know ruined and took over the world. Yeah. You know? And think if everyone on Earth was living off the land, what would be ideal? We take what we need and leave what we don't. Right? Mm-hmm. That would be sustainable. And we would make if we just lived with Earth instead of on Earth, oh. You know, I feel like that could solve a lot of the Live problems.
0: Live with Earth, not on Earth. Yeah. I love that. <gasps> That's so beautiful. I love you.
1: I love you. But think everyone would just go because nature would be so bountiful and plentiful. You could pick any fruit, any vegetable, anything that you need, right? There would be so many animals because of this. And we would take the ones we needed. There were millions of buffalo in North America. That used to be the number one land, large land mammal of North America was the bison. Yeah. Right? But if you look into it, they were so heavily persecuted, they became almost extinct. There was mountains of their skulls and pelts or hides, stacked just for sport. People would shoot them from moving trains just for fun. Yeah. Which, back then, yes, I consider that now, if you do that nowadays, that is evil. Back then, I feel like they were just so oblivious, and life was so rough and hard and rugged, that it was just probably another thing to do. Yeah. Did not realize the harm they were causing until it was too late. Okay. And it's still too late. But maybe one day it can be back to normal. But how I see it with the population growing how it is, it's probably not. Unless people really kick their mindset into gear.
0: So it's really about being very conscious of why you're doing something, where it's coming from, what you are participating, what you are supporting, and really your intentions behind everything. I think our intentions behind our diet is to support food that is quality food but also that is giving back to us we are doing an energy exchange like we are supporting them and that is nutrients for our body and that is growing our mind body and soul and really advancing our life because we completely changed our diet around and also like that yogurt that we got is complete organic greek uh grass-fed yogurt so good And the milk that we got. Just like everything. And I feel like we completely shifted our diet. Think about this.
1: You um, are what you eat.
0: Yeah, and you are what you consume. That's everything. Your body
1: is constantly losing cells and producing cells, right? Where does it get the cells? Well, from the energy from the food you eat. Yeah. What you eat directly translates into your physical body and your mental. Think about it. If I only eat McDonald's, my life experience and physical well being is going to be quite different from somebody who let's say only eats salad. You know?
0: And that's not even gonna get the nutrients you need is no, eating salad. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I thought that. I thought eating salads and just eating pretty much nothing. Like, I used to eat just pretty much salads, and that was not good for my mental health, and I didn't have energy and things like that.
1: Yeah, and, you know...
0: But you attract what you are.
1: The first step into having a good diet is becoming conscious. You see, my first attempt at having a good diet was, okay, I need to stop eating so much meat. Oh, okay. Right? Because I didn't realize... But the
0: meat we were eating was bad. Yes, Not saying, like, food is bad, but it can...
1: But that was great because I took a step in the right direction of having a conscious idea of my diet. Okay. And so from then on, I kind of evolved, started eating a lot more vegetables. I ate a lot of vegetable-only vegan dishes and was, like, almost cutting the meat out all the way. Almond milk, no dairy, anything like that. But I just was feeling like kind of weak. My immune system was going down because I was eating bad quality vegetables. Let's be real. I didn't. So on my new diet, I've started eating good meat and good vegetables and it makes me feel good.
0: So it matters what you put in your body, what you put in your mind, what you put in your soul and everything that you're allowing in your life manifests into something else. And... We're going to wrap up this podcast because we only have like 40 seconds left. Because we actually started, we filmed for a whole hour. That's yeah, pretty I'm awesome. Really we'll good. do some more together. But I really appreciate you for just being my boyfriend because I love you. Wow. And you're my best friend. And I had lots of fun. I feel like we went over a lot of topics. And I feel like people are going to resonate with this deeply. And yes. let me know what y'all think. So, yeah. I hope you'll have a good day. Take care of y'all's mind, body, and soul.
1: Thank y'all for listening.
0: Bye-bye. Peace out.